Hi, me again. And another grey day in Essex. Do you reckon we'll get any sunshine this year? It'd be nice to see a bit of sunshine. Wouldn't it? Stop taking me vitamin D supplements or something. I know. Right, I've got a couple of stories to go through. A couple of your comments. Usual stuff, really. And don't forget, I'm doing a lot more of the TV license stuff over on the other channel, TV license stop. Links below. Go and have a look at that. All right, I've got a few things to talk about. What was the first thing? Where are we? BBC journalists to strike over plans to make cuts to local radio. Again. Again. The BBC are making some decisions that aren't that popular. And one of the main defences for the licence fee was local radio. And uh, they are making a lot of cuts. So let's have a look. What are the journalists going to do? Members of the National Union of Journalists... I think that was what I used to be a member of one of them. I used to do uh, car journalism, I used to work for a magazine. Uh, they will also work to rule, which includes refusing to act up to more senior roles. The journalists on strike will be members working in local radio and regional TV and online in England. This fight is about the heart of the BBC's public service remit. It is one of the main defences for the licence fee. And the BBC... Well, they want to ruin it for cost-saving purposes because they're not getting enough money. 3.7 billion quid a year. It's not enough money. It's not enough money. How can they possibly do all the stuff they want to do? Make some cuts. They've got a 300 million pound black hole in their finances, which weirdly is the exact same amount it costs them to run the World Service for those three people that listen to the World Service. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. So yeah, they're going on strike. I don't think you'll notice much difference in local radio output. Do you? I, don't know. I just thought it was interesting. It's not going away, is it? Will the BBC backtrack? I don't know. I don't know. They like to go all in with these sorts of things, don't they? I don't know if they will backtrack on it find out won't we sitcom shock faulty towel storyline confirmed ahead of legendary sitcoms return and it's set to divide fans it divided me because they're remaking well not remaking it they're um bringing it back shall we say and he's not going to be was it torquay the hotel was in he's not going to be in his hotel in torquay it's going to be in the caribbean where his daughter is running a hotel and he's gonna go out there but it's not it was a daughter that he had this is the story they're saying it's the daughter that he had from an affair behind Sybil's back and in episode one Sybil's gonna die and then he's gonna text his daughter the story click the link below but Sybil is still alive it says here so that's why I think it's in a bit bad taste What's this say? Where is it? Yeah, the new one starts with Sybil's death and Basil's daughter getting a text message, blah, blah, blah. It starred John Cleese as Basil and Prunella Scales, now 90, who's living with Alzheimer's. So she's not dead. I mean, obviously she can't act. She couldn't be Sybil in the show, I get that. They said a bit bad taste to kill her off. And it, can they just got divorced? That just seems bad taste. 
I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing the show. It doesn't say yet where it's going to be, whether it's going to be on BBC or on a streaming service or whatnot. They're just, uh, I don't know. Is that a bad taste? Mm, no, time will tell. Excuse, excuse the blue tack or white tack or whatever it is. My poppers are rattling and that's all you'd get on the mic. If I didn't do it, I was a nice dog. Hello, mate. Let's <laughs> have a nice run. Come on. He's fast. Can you see him behind me? What else we got? Ah, uh, this one upset me a bit. If you haven't seen my first ever attempt at a documentary about that boat in Spain, it's on the channel. Go and have a look. Let me know what you think. I say, I was working on it for about a year and it just kind of sat on my computer in the video editing stuff, not being edited because I just lost motivation where I fell out in love with Spain for a bit and that. So I didn't do any research while it was being processed and I missed this bloody article. It upset me a bit. If you're interested in the continuation of the story, look, days are numbered for a half-sunken Mississippi paddle steamer. So the half-sunken Mississippi paddle steamer, the Willow in Bedell Madden Marina, has had its days numbered. Local Mayor Victor Navas announced this Wednesday, the 1st of Feb. That's a shame, isn't it? So what's it say? Let me just get out of the way. Some kids coming. You know, I don't like to have kids in the thing. So he says here, we announce good news for Benel Madna. The Willow has a date for its removal from the marina and scrapping, the 26th of April, which has passed. And I believe Willow's still there. But it's 26th of April, Spain time, which could mean the 26th of October, could mean the 26th of December, 2030. It's Spain time. And the mayor said the initial sentence was ruled that the town had to pay €400,000 to terminate the contract with the boat owners has finally been reduced to 24000 So, yeah, they're basically taking ownership and they're going to scrap it. How, whether they're going to go scrap metal or they're just going to scuttle it, I don't know. But I do know that it's sad. I mean, I, don't know, I mean, it's only a boat, isn't it? But it's just got an interesting history. I, what I would have liked to have seen happen to it would have been, I don't know, maybe some American museum pick up on the story of it and repatriate it, and gradually get it worked on or something. That would have been nice, wouldn't it? But it's only, it's had an interesting life. Everyone's life has to come to an end eventually, doesn't it? Yeah, no, I just thought I was sad. And surprisingly, I missed it on the story because I just thought I'd done all the research required. And obviously, I hadn't. But I've told you before, I'm not very good at this. I don't know why people think I am. I am not very good at this. Have I got anything else? Huge changes for renters to be unveiled today in once-in-a-generation shake-up. I'm so glad I don't have to rent anymore. But yeah, some of these changes they're doing, I guess, uh, are for the better if it's tricky being a renter. It's not very nice. So they're, they're changing this look. Under a new law, hated section 21 no fault evictions where landlords can kick tenants out of their property for no reason will finally be banned. Now, depending on what side of the fence you sit on, I mean, if you're a landlord, you probably liked, you probably liked section 21. But if you're a tenant, yeah, there's a lot of people got booted out for no fault just because the 
property owner wanted their property back. No, it depends what side of the fence you sit on, but this was the interesting bit, look. Landlords will have to allow tenants to keep pets unless they have a reasonable excuse against it. Now, everyone's definition of reasonable is different. But yeah, it's tough, that's tough. That's why I ended up in this crappy cottage that I hate because it was the only place I could find in Essex, under a grand, that would let me keep a dog. And I get it. If I was a landlord, yeah, I'd probably be a bit against it as well. You've got a nice place or new carpets or whatnot. What's going on here? Something's going on with the boats, there's some applauding. Yeah, if I had a property I rented out, would I want pets? I don't know. But yeah, that was the only reason I I rented this horrible cottage. But a dog had to be uh, repaid. We kept her in Spain, because that's where the missus was from, wasn't it? And uh, I kept the dog and brought her over here. It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. So, um, yeah, sadly, sent her back to Spain. It was the best thing. That was the life she was used to out there. So she's got a good life. She's got a nice big garden and a swimming pool. Good for her. Holly Willoughby reveals she's leaving this morning early. Philip Schofield present alone. They're picking up any old stuff. There's something been going on on one of these boats. Hydrogen. Yeah, they're picking up anything to do with this morning now, aren't they? They're a big fallout. And everything's been sensationalised. All this is, is she's knocked off. She's only knocked off half hour early because she had other engagements to do. Oh, I don't know. I don't understand the sensationalism on that, but there, there's a lot of stories about it. One of them might be going on this or that. What has happened? It's interesting, isn't it? Because this has all started, it all started when he took that week off to go and assist his brother in the court case for the crimes we don't mention on this channel. It's interesting. I'm not saying he's been involved in anything. I'm just saying timing's a bit sus isn't it? but you know what the papers are like as well anything they'll pick up on I mean this is a non-story when you go on the sun it's like five or six stories a day at the minute about Holly and Phil falling out yeah I don't know I'm interested to see where it goes and if you believe in all the conspiracy stuff with people being protected and that will he be if something's gone on I don't know but it's an interesting story, which I am. I don't like either of them. I don't like watch the show. But I just find the timing interesting. That's all. What's going on on this boat? Wish I'd known. I could have come down here, couldn't I? Well, I've got some of your questions. Let's have a look. If the TV license does one, mate, you should go down a documentary route. I think along with just having chats like this is a good format you've done here. Don't change it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, the TV license stuff where I sit down and talk about individual stories is going to be on the other channel now. So I'm looking for something to do with this. I quite like the documentaries are a big effort and no one's going to watch them. But I do enjoy making them and that's what I'm trying to do on this channel now. It's just stuff I enjoy, I enjoy making. I'm going to, I don't know, do some stuff. I've got a couple of ideas for some newer documentaries I might do. I want to do one on the history of the BBC and a few other bits of paper. I might do that. I might do that. I appreciate the comment, thank you. 
Great news on the flat chili, a decent conveyance that can make all the difference. What happened to that IKEA delivery in the end? Did they deliver to the cottage or did you just cancel it? Yeah, it was, I had the IKEA, I thought, uh, yeah, they said to me a few weeks ago that that's it, we're gonna complete on Friday. So I went ahead and got the IKEA order in and uh, it's been sitting there over the bank holidays and that. And I was counting down the days till when I had to return it. So it's like a 50 quid return fee as well because I have to send the van out. So have a look, this is my living room that I've had for the last couple of weeks. It's what it's looked like. There's a few more boxes been added this week, obviously. But the big boxes from the Ikea delivery and I was hoping to not have to send it back, but I, I could have sent it back, just paid the 50 quid and then reordered it when I did get the keys. But luckily I don't have to. So yeah, it's all sitting there. It's just when the removal men come, they're gonna move everything in one hit. I'll be done. I'm in the process of moving to Gibraltar. A good plan B. Yeah, I liked the idea. I liked the idea. Uh, and Spain is tricky to move to. And the thing that I do for a living, one of the hubs for it, is Gibraltar. All the gambling companies are based there. Not that I'd be looking for another job. I could, because I, I spent enough time in Spain doing my current job. As long as I've got an internet connection and my laptop, do what I want. But um, yeah, I would. That's, that's what I would have done. I know it sounds a bit dramatic. You know, the flat didn't work out, so I moved to Gibraltar. But it's what I would have done. It's expensive. Expensive to live in Gibraltar. Most most people who sort of work in Gibraltar, doing what I do for a living, they uh, they live across the border in Spain because it's a lot cheaper. But I would have had to live in Gibraltar. Uh, well, I put a bit of work into it, but yeah. Not something I have to worry about now, but I hope you enjoy your time in Gibraltar. It's lovely down there. I should be down there hopefully towards the end of summer. John, if you were to become the boatman, I can suggest a change of image. Maybe dress as a sailor, get a pipe and keep one eye closed, get an anchor tattoo on your forearm. Yeah. Ah, don't. I said, I've only ever owned one boat. My dad bought a pub and it came with a free fishing boat. We had a private jetty and stuff on it. It was terrifying. We went out at three in the morning. It was awful. Everything broke. Water was horrible. It was pitch black. And we got to the hole. I love you, Dad. I love you, son. Stage, because we thought that was it. We thought we were done. Uh, I don't know. I looked at buying one with all the time I spent in Spain. In Benelmadden Marina, where Willow is, there was a boat. I think it's two and a half bed boat. And it didn't have any engines on it or anything, but it had a really good mooring right in the marina and it was 30 grand. I thought, I'll get it, do it up a bit. And what an Airbnb that'd be for an investment. But I'm glad I didn't. Because I mean, the, the mooring fees on that would have been, I don't know, hundreds a month for that spot in Benelmadden Marina. So yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I find boats interesting and I watch a lot of boat related content. There's that Essex boat company. And they've got a YouTube channel. I'll put a link below. I think he's brilliant, the guy that runs it. I'd love to meet him. I think they're based in South End. I just, I don't want to own a boat or go on any boats. I just like looking at boats. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to keep checking the TV license stop one. I'm going to try and do five videos a week on the TV license fees still, build that channel up a bit. And I've uh, been contacted by a few places. So it is working, the rebranding, doing it over there. And um, this channel will find its, find its, thing i'm still going to talk about the bbc and the tv license on here but it's not going to be like the main videos are going to be over there 
I don't really have anything new to report, really. I'm just counting down the days to complete on Friday. I'm doing the thing that's top of my bucket list on the weekend, and then moving on Tuesday. And I'll do a video in there, I'll show you about. I'm just looking forward to looking forward to getting in there, really. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll leave it there. I'm going to go find out what's happening on that boat behind me. So, uh, thanks for watching. Hit the subscribe button if you like this sort of thing. And uh, I'll see you in the next one, whenever that will be. Ta-da.